You are listening to Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett and Sarah Coleman. If this is your first time listening, then thank you for coming. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced every month for your enjoyment and show notes are found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Harco Living and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's join Rich, Sarah, and their special guest. Welcome to the Hartford County Living Podcast, podcast number 13. Oh, God. <laughs> Lucky We've been doing this 13. for over a year? That's a po- just a podcast number. Yeah, yeah, it's been over a, month, a year. So it's been over a year. So yeah. last year would have been I mean last uh, month would have been a year. Oh yeah. Well we had See, two but we had two it. last month. Oh, okay. So it's been a year this month. Yeah, as you can tell from the smart comments, Sarah's <laughs> back this time. Um, hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ben Sarah. Good. Good. Did you get everything cleaned up this morning? <laughs> I had to go there. So Yeah, my dogs, my kid that doesn't have clothes that fit, yeah. That always seems to happen. What clothes that don't fit or yeah, the clothes that don't fit? Yeah, kid goes to put on you know new season clothes and mama. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went through that for a while now. I just tell my son to buy me clothes. Uh, <laughs> we have Stacy Andon, who is a life coach, which we'll get to her in a minute. But I wanted to mention that um, this month, of course, we have a sponsor back with us is Town Grill and Pub. Um, wanted to mention they have karaoke every Friday night down there now. Have you gone yet for that? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to sing. Oh, just, well, that's true. I mean, just go down there and laugh at everybody. Uh, they're right there at the Chapatown Shopping Plaza. You can call them 410-538-4665. They are actually doing a lot back there. Do you see all the construction they're doing behind there? So, I see the construction, but I am not sure that I know what's going on. They're Well, they're fencing it in. It's basically going to be like a... Like an outdoor... Outdoor beer garden, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they're, the fence is up. Hmm. Um, and uh, matter of fact, did you ever contact Larry? So you had asked about concrete. Yeah. We don't do concrete. Okay. We do um, <laughs> Excuse me. patio block. Okay. <laughs> and what so, they needed was just a short thing for a ramp to get up to the steps or to inside the building. Yeah, no, that's not us. Okay, never mind then. But, so no, I didn't. Okay. Stacy, talking talk about we were talking about eating local food before we, before we started this. Yeah. If you get a chance, okay, you have to go there. Especially, oh well, everything, but the portobello mushroom sandwich. Oh God, that sounds delicious. Oh, it's, have you have it? No, I yet? don't do mushroom, but oh, it's good. I, I I am hard pressed to find something that I don't like there. Like quesadillas, really good. Mm, oh, the veggie good. quesadilla. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good too. They make really good strawberry milkshakes. FYI. Ooh, Cobb salad. With, now we are. I with am grilled salmon. I know. Now, <laughs> I grilled chicken. Out of here, we'll be hungry. We will be hungry. Okay. Now I said, don't talk about food, and here we are talking about food. <laughs> so. Delicious. Uh, anyways, I'd like to thank them um, for coming back. The uh, like I said, karaoke, um, catering. They do catering. Not, uh, one of the events they're doing, uh, which I got to bring up because that's this month, April 29th, uh, Joptown Lions Club is having their bull roast. Um, they changed it in honor of one of their members. It's the Terry T-Bone Bennett Bull Roost. That's April 29th, 7 to 11. 
Tickets are thirty or thirty-five dollars a person, that something would be like something you would know. That yeah, I know my mind's not with it, uh, but. <laughs> Um, draft beer, pit beef, all that stuff. They will have canned beer that you can buy, but the draft beer is free, and of course, wine and all that. Uh, go to JoppatownLionsClub.org. It's Joppatown for E. You can get your tickets there. So, Stacy, what exactly is a life coach? <laughs> That's an excellent question because everybody asks me that all the time. Oh, I thought so. I was going to ask a new question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think. Out there in the world, there's a lot of different definitions for what a life coach is. But what I do and what I deem or define a life coach to be is somebody when you're either, uh, maybe in your life you're feeling a little stuck. Maybe you've got a goal that you want to accomplish and you haven't been able to kind of figure out how to get it get it started or you're in the middle of it and you're you're losing traction um and so a coach is a guide somebody who can help you um in that self-discovery process so it's it's not a person that is going to give advice or tell you what to do or know better than you you are the expert in your life but the coach really is able to ask questions and um, expand consciousness and and really get to see kind of what's under there what might be holding you back Mm -hmm. what might be getting in your way and then how do you want to proceed what do you want to do with that information so it's really about um, creating a relationship that mirrors back to you the things that might you might not see it that way you might be stuck in a perspective Um, and so it's kind of that objective look and guide and it particularly for me and my clients a lot of the things that they're going through are things I've already gone through in my own life so I guess in a way you're you're well, you're giving them inspiration, mm-hmm. but you're also motivating them. Yeah, to... definitely. Okay. Definitely. And and they have to find, though, They we all have to choose, right, um, whether we really want to make a change in our life. No, right. We've all probably have had relationships where we want somebody to change, right? Why can't they just do blah, 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 blah? And, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's an inside job. We have to look at ourselves and figure out what it is that we want and, and what is it that maybe we're doing right. or we're believing. A lot of times we want to change a behavior, right? Uh, for example, example when everybody like rushes to the gym in January you have like a zillion people at the gym Um, and then it right three weeks later four weeks later everybody you know that that subsides because changing the behavior without really understanding kind of what's what do I really want to accomplish so do I want to be healthier or do I have a belief that oh my gosh my weight's always going to be a struggle oh I'm gonna I don't like exercise you're kind of fighting an uphill battle that way so a life coach really goes back and looks at what are the thoughts that are driving the behavior and does the work around that Hmm. Um, so yeah most people are trying to fix the outside thing first without really looking underneath inside yeah and how long you been doing this I have been doing this for probably about three years although I feel like I've been coaching all my life I was a uh, English teacher in the county at Bellard Middle School for almost 10 years and then I worked in corporate the corporate world in HR and training and development where I did a lot of business coaching so I even do I still do a little bit of business training and coaching on the side as well in addition to life coaching 
So going to uh, going into businesses teaching, I guess the staff. Uh, or? Yes, usually employees. Uh, sometimes I work one on one with an employee, right? That right. might be having a challenge. Um, a lot of times I'm doing um, different topics like stress management, or I might be talking about work life balance, which if. That's an interesting topic because I don't believe in exact balance. I believe more in rhythm. Um, but yeah, it, in, in helping people, I think employers are really looking to help employees be be kind of this overall well, having a better sense of this overall well-being. Right. right. So when they come to work, we're bringing lots of stress. Our lives have been getting busier and busier and busier. And we haven't we haven't sometimes we just get so overwhelmed. Right. And then we just we're feeling burnout. We're feeling tired, exhausted. We're getting sick. All these things that happen. So a lot of, the, of employers are looking to health and wellness programs to really help people manage some of those things. Like what is really important and what are the things that kind of can drop off? I think sometimes we get stuck in that believe that oh my gosh everything's important well then but you're really running yourself ragged if that's right. the case so so yeah i, I, I do sarah's like yeah. uh-huh <laughs> yep <laughs> i might need a life coach honestly <laughs> i guess stress management is yeah. key because I, and i have to laugh in a way because i sold cars for 10 years got out of that got into the computer field mm -hmm. and the first company i worked for they had people come in to talk about stress management to help, you know, I guess doing massage, whatever they did. Yeah. And they said, well, you know, don't, aren't you going to take part in this class? I'm like, for what? They said, because it's a very stressful job. Mm -hmm. It's like, so cars for 10 years, there's nothing more stressful than that. <laughs> so, and I, I didn't get, I, I had, a, yeah. I was laughing at everybody. And I guess coming from that world, mm -hmm. well, coming from the Marine Corps to that, it's like, yeah, I, I didn't get it. Then afterwards, Finally, guys, like almost every field mm -hmm. has stress. Yeah. I think most of mine came from, I'm leaving too early, you know, having to buy new kids clothes, cleaning up after the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, my, my wife posting uh, the little laughing emojis on Facebook. <laughs> right. right. Sorry, Chris is going to kill me now. Isn't he? Oh, he's a mess. <laughs> um, he thinks he's funny. Oh God! Now I just lost train of thought there. I'm sorry. Um, with, I needed a life coach. Yeah, but with the uh, local businesses, do, mm -hmm. do you get a lot of them contacting you? Um, I have a lot of local entrepreneurs, particularly women entrepreneurs that are starting their business or oh God, somewhere in their business. Stressful. And it, it is. And, and I think for most people that are entrepreneurs, we see kind of these huge success stories and we've got to do it X, Y, and Z, right? There's so many business books right. out there that are telling people, I have the secret. If you just do 10 social media posts and do you know this, this, this formula, you'll have this beautiful business and you'll be making a million dollars. Well, not everybody probably wants that particular right. lifestyle, meaning that maybe the sacrifices or compromises that go with that. Um, and so it's it's really helping entrepreneurs help figure out what is most important to them and using 
your intuition. We have this built-in sixth sense, right, in ourselves that we so many times discredit because it's not quantifiable. We don't have data around it. Well, I have this sense that if I do this, this might be a really great program for the county or great business idea. And a lot of times we talk ourselves out of that. Yeah. rather than following it and what and it's so funny because there's so much research that sh says that that intuition usually 90 to 95 percent is spot on and so it's helping people give themselves permission to really build businesses and live their lives the way that it really feels good. Like if you're in a job or you're in a place where you're miserable, you, you don't like getting up in the morning, you're hitting the snooze button five times and you're really just, you know, white knuckling your life, right? Getting through it. Why? I, my belief is everybody should have a fabulous life. Right. Doesn't your life and your life and my life all look different. It doesn't mean that we have to have the same blueprint, but we have this beautiful um, guide that can help us figure that out and, and wants to align us with, right? What we're meant to be doing on the planet with really the things that are going to bring ourselves joy to. I really think we have a different definition of that because I'm pretty sure not working and not getting up one time and not sitting on a beach and drinking a margarita all day uh, is, you know, that's how I would prefer to live my life, uh, honestly. Yeah, but I think it would get And I don't think you can while. make a job out of that. Um, but you know what? I'd love to find out. <laughs> but you know what I would say, Sarah? There's So that beautiful ideal, right, where you have this no, no like true schedule in the morning. It's a relaxed kind of um, wake up, and you're not running five places and able to really have downtime. There are probably pieces of that visual that you have right now that you could implement in your life like so that downtime right just not nobody needs me I just want to kick back I want to mm -hmm. relax where could you put more of that in your life and that doesn't mean like you're going to just go on vacation for a month but maybe there's an hour a week or a couple hours a week where you could just be off the grid right and enjoy nobody needs you family anything and and design whatever that looks like for you whether it's a margarita whether it's kicking back with a book or hanging out with a girlfriend whatever that whatever that is but why wait or why so many of us have that vision right, right. when i retire or when my life changes and and i have an upcoming workshop actually around this very topic because so many of us say when I lose that last 10 pounds when I find the perfect job when I have the perfect soulmate then I'm going to do then I'm going to be happy and then I'm going to be but there's so much interesting research out there that says the happiness and the joy and the satisfaction comes first here and then it links to the external if we're always looking for the outside thing to satisfy us to make us happy or to make us feel a certain way we'll always be chasing that yeah. because it's outside of us so i want people to feel like you can have those things you want they might not look exactly right like what you just described but you could have those in your life right now today all you have to do is get Chris to put a pool in the backyard, <laughs> put a beach there, some palm trees, and, and yep. the blender there out there for the margaritas. You know, but I always have an excuse. Like, my parents have a pool, right? So right. I, I go, I take the kids over there, but I don't like to get in the pool until it's, like, late August because it's too cold otherwise. So then I sit out. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there's always a thing. And, you know, I try and say, okay, I'm going to go and get a manicure this week, and that's time for me, right? It's never enough, though. It's never enough. Yeah. I... I was the same way, and I, believe it or not, book I read, and that helped me a lot. And I'm sure you probably read the same book, 
uh, The Secret. I've not read that. I yeah. know the philosophy of The Secret, but I've never read it. I, I mean, it's, that just, that helped me a lot. And yeah. what is, you know, they talk about just aligning yourself with yep. positivity. Yeah. Um, and I went through this a lot because I always, I hate hearing the negativity. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny. You see it on Facebook all the time, mm-hmm. and that's why you know, mm-hmm. my wife would be like, "Didn't you see so and so?" But no, most of the time I'm under Harford County living. Sometimes yeah. um, and, I mean, I just went through an event to where I had to try to look at everything positive, mm-hmm. and it helped out a lot. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Maybe Chris needs to read that book. It, it's I've been trying because I work really hard to be positive to make up for his like. He's negative and doubts himself and things that he does like 150% of the time. And I try to be positive all the time, but where's, like, you know, we go through the, the cycle yeah. where it wears down every once in a while. Yeah. And I try to build, but it's, you know. It, it, it's hard. And especially if you have other people around you mm-hmm. that you, it, it's, it's easy to mm-hmm. pass on negativity. Mm-hmm. It's harder to pass on positive. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, and I always love to say um, mood like a virus is contagious, right? So if you come into the room and you've got a positive, right, uh, mm-hmm. outlook, that generally then spreads. If you come in, one person is complaining, it does. That energy does affect the yeah. whole group. And so I always say, what are you spreading, <laughs> right? If you're contagious, are you spreading positive? And, and it doesn't mean that you gloss over the things in life in terms of like feeling frustrated or angry and, and other things like that. But it's a, you're right, it's a mindset yeah. shift. And, and we can choose the same circumstances, which really are neutral, right? The, the dog threw up or what have you. <laughs> And, and back to the dog again. Yeah, and, and it's how do what am what am I making this mean, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is this is one more thing, right? If I'm telling myself that story, then that you're right, you get go right into that negative spiral. Versus, oh my gosh, all right, the dog threw up. This is not the ideal situation, but we'll figure it out and we'll move on. That is a much more positive outlook about things, and then you don't get kind of sucked in yeah. to mm-hmm. some of these things, and it's a choice. I think a lot of times we think, oh my gosh, this person did this to me or that happened to me. But we always get to choose. Like, I love the secret because it's about choosing. I can choose how I want to interpret this. And if the one isn't serving us and it just makes us feel bad, (laughs) choose something else. That's what I think, right? Choose something that feels much better because the circumstances could be the exact same and we could have a completely different outlook on it. I've been trying to get my daughter to read that book. She's in high, first year in high school, mm-hmm. so you can imagine, mm-hmm. you know, lots of things. Going oh on. yeah, and <laughs> one of the, one of the things I always tell her because she'll come in and say, "Well, this person," it's like, well, yeah. I said, "Stop looking at the bad things about people." I said, "I don't care who it is. Every person has a good point. There's something good about them." Yeah. I said this when my older son was there. He's 24. So what's he turn around and say, oh, really, Dad, what about Charles Manson? Uh, hey, did you ever read any of his songs? <laughs> the dude's a good songwriter. <laughs> so, yeah. But when he, you, somebody like that puts you on the spot, and I'm already you know, thinking this stuff. But And I try to tell my daughter that, and she still doesn't get it. Everybody has good points about that. Yeah. I mean, even Chris. Well, so my whole thing is, is I, I really do truly believe that every single person gets up in the morning with the best intentions. Like, nobody wakes up in the morning like, I'm going to go, you know, bomb a building or go, you know, you're like, you know, what? like, 
do anything crazy or you know be you know mean to everybody that you work with or no my wife has woken up sometimes and just before even she's out of bed she smacks me <laughs> hey, that's because your wife is a smart woman that's not what we're talking uh, about <laughs> <laughs> so i really do think that people people get up every morning with the best intentions yeah. it may not mm-hmm. always work out and there may be something that happens that kind of you know spins that out it. of control and something triggers it but i just don't really believe that people are to the core horrible yeah. You know, and that they everybody wants to do the best they can, and, and I that's always my argument with politicians too. I don't know why it's a big, you know. And I'm trying to talk to my kids, and I'm like, I just really don't think that so and so got up this morning and was like, okay, well, we're going to write this bill that's going to have this negative mm-hmm. thing and this horrible thing and whatever. Everybody wants to do because we all have to live here. Yep. Everybody wants to do something positive. It may just not work out that way but tomorrow's a new day so we'll try again tomorrow and you know so i hope my kids are positive people mia more so than kaden less a whole lot less drama with mia than with kaden but i'm not in high school yet so i don't know what i'm but with what you do with your kids too and i think that helps out a lot the mma and all that Mm -hmm. i think i mean because it's also Mm -hmm. teaching them discipline Mm -hmm. you learn discipline and respect that helps with the positivity Big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and kudos to you and Chris for doing that because, I mean, that's – I would love to see more, you know, parents do that with their kids mm-hmm. to, I mean, take the time and, and get them – you know, it's nice to see that they're not doing this all the time. Mm. I mean, she – you know, I saw the video of her daughter, and how old is she now? Mia, Mia will be 11 next month. Kaden will be 9 next Tuesday. Doing MMA, and I'm watching. I was like, I'm messing with her. <laughs> no, yeah, and it's like, but the discipline of it, yeah, too, it's amazing. Yeah, she had her first competition in February, and my parents came, so my mom was showing my grandmother <clears throat> the videos and things. And my grandmother's like, Why does she want to do that? My mom's like, Whatever, at least she'll know how to take care of herself, uh, yeah. And it's not true, like fighting, like, there's no pun that you know, they grapple really, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's been really good for them. Well, and with that stuff, whether it be MMA, uh, Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, or whatever, a lot of people think, oh, why are are you teaching your kids to fight? And it's not. To me, it's more a self-defense tool. Mm -hmm. It's also an art. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I, I remember younger taking Taekwondo, and that's the first thing our instructor asked my parents, why is he joining it? Well, he asked me. I said, because I want to learn how to fight. Nope. I had to come back like months later mm-hmm. to sign back up mm-hmm. because they don't they, they at the time they didn't want to do that unfortunately yeah. or there might be some instructors that will but it's an art yeah you know and a lot of people don't realize that well yeah. and you're getting in touch with your body right so you're yeah. moving yes. all that energy you're really it, to me it's empowering because it's not about again trying to fight with somebody but really just knowing your own strength and getting kind of grounded we that is something I think so many people, and that's what I see in companies when I'm working with companies. Mm-hmm. People totally out of, we're in our heads all the time. Mm-hmm. We're thinking, thinking, thinking constantly. And we have this body, we're human beings, right? This being part of our body. Um, and we don't always allow ourselves. I think that's why there's so much movement toward yoga and mindfulness and other things. It's like, can you get just get quiet and get back into your body? So I could totally see all of those as being vehicles for that too. Yeah, it makes you feel good. I mean, yeah. it just, it's, I, mean, I'm, I do the yoga too, and it's mm-hmm. amazing how much better it's made me feel. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, so. you know I could I, touch my toes. <laughs> <laughs> going to do that before. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I want to go back, if you don't mind, to something Sarah said earlier in the conversation. It ain't about the dog again, is No, it? no, no. Okay, no. okay leave the dog. <laughs> it's about the fact that, um, right, we do plan some breaks for ourselves during the week, but it feels like sometimes it's not enough. Mm. I have this idea that most people are running around on empty, right? We're putting out so much for other people and things that we're doing. And so we get to a point where like, oh, enough. And we do a little thing for ourselves. So we go up maybe like if you're thinking about it like a gas tank meta, uh, metaphor, you go up to a quarter of a tank. But we never really fill mm. all the way up, yeah. right? So this idea of like sitting on a beach and doing nothing, maybe just having that downtime for a couple weeks might mean what you need to reset yourself, right? Because we've pushed ourselves for so long and so hard, it affects our physiology, our bodies, everything that we're doing for so long when we have those elevated stress levels. And so I think sometimes we think, oh, we'll do a little something and we'll feel better when really can we go up? I, I'm always encouraging people, what would a half a tank look like or a three quarters right. of a tank and really operate from that place? Because then when you're giving to other people in your life and to your work and to everything, you're coming from a place where you're not coming from a place of like, it's one more thing. Um, and you can really give yourself in a different way to the people in your life. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I, and I guess at the same time, you feel yourself up like the gas tank mm-hmm. there, and you get that momentum going. Yeah. It's like it, it, it takes a lot longer to drain. Yes. Sometimes it, it just keeps filling up. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, you know, I have, since we hired um, my best <clears throat> friend who does, is Chris's admin, she does all of our customer relations stuff. Taking that off of me, of yeah. course, now, are you okay? Yeah, that's just nerves. Good grief. Sorry. <laughs> me. Um, taking that piece, you know, off of my plate really, like, mm-hmm. okay. But I still, you know, I just now just replace it with the kids. I mean, like you said, with the MMA, we're at the gym six days mm-hmm. a week, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. We have faith formation. Caden has soccer. Like, you know, so it has lifted so maybe i'm not running at zero maybe i'm maybe i'm somewhere between a quarter and a half tank and Mm -hmm. i should probably appreciate that for what it's worth (laughs) no refueling does not mean drink a margarita and i love the idea because so this is a tool that i teach clients is right we have these we look at our to-do list and we look at everything that's on there and i start to say what can come off what can you subtract so i love that you said we got an admin so things shifted now what we normally do is like oh then we'll bring five more things in right but can we leave space for um that and can we can we look at things more creatively in terms of solutions maybe we barter with other people maybe there's a family also in mma and we carpool or something like that or um maybe we say okay we're gonna bag you know sundays or whatever day during the weekend it's just going to be a low-key family day i have a friend who does that yeah we do nothing and and then that's great for everybody in the family right there's no schedule there's there's time for people to connect with each other and it doesn't feel like that rush that we feel during the rest of the week so i love that you are incorporating things like that because Again, when we listen and say, oh, this one more thing, um, 
it, it most of the time people want to add something, especially from even from a coaching. What can I? What else can I do? It's like what can you not do yeah. <laughs> that you're doing that would create some more space? Because a lot of times the space is where we get the creative solutions to things. We get our best ideas. We get the inspiration, the motivation you're talking about when we're not so full to the brim. You know, it's funny though because I think my mother is happy that way. Like, she works more mm -hmm. now that all of her kids are gone mm -hmm. and, you know, fully functioning adults. And she's on, you know, a board for the hospital and a board for John Carroll and a board for Cecil something or another, whatever it is. You know, and then when my grandparents were alive until very recently that, you know, she did that on Saturdays and then mm -hmm. she, ran, you know, ran errands. Like, and it was always, it's, it's always, 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 always. And so you get to the point where she doesn't have anything to do and she literally does not know what to do with herself yeah so she's constantly making plans like yeah. mm -hmm. friday we're gonna dye easter eggs and then saturday she's having somebody come over to the house to teach her how to make ravioli mm -hmm. and i mean you know like okay those are you know fun yeah. things which yeah. is fine but it's like schedule 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 have to be doing things yeah. have to constantly be out and on the move yeah and and she's happy that way i, I mean you see that a lot of people that retire Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they can't wait to retire, mm -hmm. but then once they do, they, they don't want to sit around doing nothing. They, they need to be active doing no, stuff. No, and actually, she says, <clears> so <throat> my dad is, my dad's one of those, like, low-key, like, I don't, you know, I have no reason to, like, leave town or, you know, to, you know, or if he does, he goes to visit the same people. He doesn't, he has no interest to really, like, expand. And he's happy that way, which they are total opposite ends of the spectrum. It's really kind of crazy. Because my mom's like, there's no point in me retiring because he won't travel anywhere and won't go anywhere. And I'm like, that's really nice. Can't you, like, sit there and maybe look at each other or, like, go to lunch occasionally or something? Like, plan to retire. I don't think she'll never retire. She'll never retire. And if she did, she'd get a full-time job after she retired, I'm sure. A lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people well, do. Well, and I think we're you're right. We don't know how to sit in the nothingness, right? We don't. Yeah. I mean, even, there, you know, I've been trained in meditation, and just getting people to meditate for five minutes, people go, I can't do that. I can't sit still yeah. for five minutes, right? And because we are so trained in the world that we've been brought up in, doing equals success and doing equals, right, all of these things, these beliefs that we were talking about earlier in the conversation, that just sitting with ourselves can feel really uncomfortable. Um, and But I would encourage people to do it, even if it's for five minutes, right? Uh, Maybe meditate. it's not. Meditate. Oh, yeah get quiet even just go for a walk in nature right that yeah. can be meditative um and with no agenda we're not power walking you're not trying to walk five thousand steps you're just outside enjoying yourself and your surroundings and allowing yourself to be because again our brain we even the brain waves when we're doing 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 our brain needs a break our brain yeah. needs to switch into some different um you know activity levels to, to be able to recharge and rejuvenate and i think a lot of times and i am not speaking at all for your mom but people that i've seen that i've worked with they don't want to stop because they're afraid what they're going to hear in the stillness so it's like ooh, maybe i might hear that i don't really love my job 
or I'm not as happy in my relationship or there's this desire to travel that I've never ever like acted on yet and I don't know what to do with it. So uh, sometimes people use busyness, I say it's a new four letter word, as a distraction for really going after the things that they want to in life and they're not sure how. So it's like, well, if I keep myself busy and I don't have to think about that or address that. So, and, and again, I'm not speaking for you. No, no, mom, I get, and you know, and I try and keep us busy too as a, as a family. Like mm-hmm. if we have, you know, some time, downtime, I'm like, okay, well, what experience can I give the kids? What can we do? I want to go and do something. So, you know, Sunday, Caden has soccer, so working around mm-hmm. soccer, but for the most part, we try to keep Sunday as an open day. There's either football. Right now, there's NASCAR. There was basketball. Like, so, you know, we hang out outside, and we, you know, watch the game, and they drink beer, and they play cornhole and whatever. And oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the kids for a minute. I'm like, well, they don't drink mean? beer, but they yeah, hang okay. out outside, and they watch NASCAR, and they watch basketball and football and whatever, and, and play cornhole when they're allowed. And, you but... You know, I try to, you know, if I have a day where I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to do, okay, well, I'm going to find something for the kids, you know, some kind of experience for them, you know, to, because I, that's one thing I don't want. I don't want them to grow up and be like, oh, I never did. Yeah. You know? I like that. So I do try and stay busy, but I would like to be busy and traveling, you know, (laughs) (laughs) not busy and living and, you know, being in. Harvard County. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things I try. Yeah. You know, my wife is good at doing. It's like, you know, she has a weekend coming off. Oh, let's do this. Let's get out of here. Whereas I'm the one, well, no, I need to do this around the house. And I'll tell her to go. Yeah. You know, or we have the DJ something. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, and trying to get her to still go, take yeah. my daughter and go, it, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Well, we do. We have this belief. I know so many people with this belief, right? When you're in relationship with somebody, if they don't want to do it, then that means that I don't get to do it. And I really think we're all all on our own journey. And um, if if somebody doesn't want to do it, then that's okay. Go. Don't let that stop you from doing something. Because what I've also found is that when people go and do whatever it is they really love and passionate, maybe they go on a trip. The other person all of a sudden goes, "Oh, that looks really interesting. You're really happy. You're coming." that right and then then maybe that sparks their interest or vice versa and so I think I know for me when I was married previously I didn't my husband at the time didn't want to travel he didn't want to do a lot of things and I feel like I missed out like I look back on my life now and think man what was I I was like sitting on the sidelines of my life just like watching it pass by and I made a promise to myself when I got divorced, okay, the things that you really want to do, whether nobody wants to do them or not, you're going to go do them. And that's a scary thing because you're, you know, you're alone, you're by yourself. But it, it teaches you, I think, to really figure out what you really do care about. And you're not relying on somebody else to make you happy or to do X, Y, and Z. You're really trying, again, to make yourself in that place. And which ended up being very attractive, ends up being very attractive to other people. Like, as mm-hmm. I work with a lot of women who are like, I can't find the perfect person, right? And I, I just need this person to be this, 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 and this in order for <clears throat> my life to be perfect. And I'm like, well, why wait? Again, why wait for this person? Why not try to do some things now? You want to go on a trip? Go on a trip. You might find that person on the trip. Totally. Exactly. And that's your philosophy, too, around the secret, right? Yeah. Is the mind mindset if I believe I'm never going to find somebody if I believe that you won't you won't open up your yourself to that space so well it's funny you said my my dad is a good sport 
he does so my mom is she's been the past couple of years on this bucket list kick mm -hmm. and <clears throat> so and, and it started with she wanted to be a balloon handler in the macy's day parade right Ooh. so cool she did it she'll never do it again but and my dad was a really good sport he went and did it too so they you know <laughs> and i think they're um they're supposed to be going to iceland in december so he's oh. a good sport so he's can he's, i go uh, groupon by the way <laughs> Really? Yeah, you know, because, you know, our whole lives, we're always those people. We always go to, oh, well, man. we don't, we go to Fenwick, but we always go to the beach. Mm -hmm. We always go to the beach. Mm -hmm. We go to the beach. It's close. Yep. Um, but I think they're starting to figure out that you can go so many other places for half the price yeah. for the exact same cost. Because you it's think true. about by the time you find a place, and then if you, if you have kids, it always, I don't care who you are, ends up being more expensive because you've got however much, you know, double the amount mm -hmm. of food, and then they always want to do stuff, mm -hmm. and they, because kids can't sit and no, be. No, And, <laughs> you know, so it, it costs a fortune. And it's like, you know, you could travel all these other places and spend, you know, $2,000 and get this lifelong experience and, or you could drive three hours to Fenwick for $2,000, you know, you get, but, but it's convenient, it's close and we're beach people and, you know, but, um, you know, so she's, she's really picked up on this bucket list thing, which is really funny because my kids now have bucket lists and I'm like, you realize, really? oh, yeah, that's cool. Wow. I'm like, you realize I you're 11 that. and 9, right? I love like, that. I think that's amazing. It's not a bucket list. It's called life. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not making plans to kick it anytime soon. Like, but, um, Interesting. yeah. But that's great because they have this vision of, right, the things that they want to experience. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, I think so many people get stuck in a routine or a habit, right, that, mm -hmm. that okay, we always go to this certain place on vacation or we always do this certain thing. And, our, again, our brains like routines. They It reinforces, it feels good. So when we do something a little out of our comfort zone, it always is like your body is like, whoa, what are you doing to me? But I think... Um, if you're willing to live with that a little bit of that discomfort, you will find so many really cool things. And I love that your father is like, you know, supporting your mom in that. Oh yeah, and He's and probably ever. getting some. There, that's a great thing for a relationship too, because when you do things that you haven't done before, like go to somewhere new mm -hmm. or you do an experience, that also in years and years of research really helps strengthen their relationship because you're doing something new together. It activates all sorts of. I guess I better stop or. Stop staying at home all the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> they really need to start just doing things like stop coming up with excuses. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's not excuses. Mm -hmm. It's stuff that needs to be done. We because yeah. we used to go away all the time. We we used to uh, love going camping. Mm -hmm. I used to go all the time until I hurt my back and it was kind of hard to mm -hmm. sleep in the tents and all that. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I miss doing that stuff. Although I was kind of baffled the first time we went. We unpack and they. Break out totes of food, and you know, there's a restroom on the top of the hill, and that wasn't camping. You know what? Well, we love to camp <laughs> that's too. Way it that is would now. be a much better version of camping for me, though. Well, well, that's just <laughs> we to camp too, but we don't sleep in tents. I do not sleep in tents. I do not sleep on the ground. Uh, oh, see, that, I, I used like to love camper. doing that. Mm -hmm. I like a camper. Now we do cabins more than anything, but yeah. matter of fact, I just saw my cousin Saturday. Well, then that's not in, camping in a, in a, in a... If you're in the woods, it's close enough. Is your house in the woods? Is your house surrounded by you, trees? Oh, I got trees in the backyard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can, I mean, it could, like where his, he's got a cabin in the woods. Okay. So in a way, it's camping, but it's not. Is there electric? Uh, 
You don't know. Yeah, there is. I haven't been there. He told me we could oh. go there. Because <laughs> he was showing me a video. They, there was a little bear cub on their deck. Just oh, walking cute. around. And, of course, oh. that right away, my wife's like, oh, I want it because she wants to see a bear. I Yes, I want to see a bear as well. And you'd think as often as we go out to Deep Creek, I would have seen a bear by now. But, nope. Yeah. Mm. Ne- never seen one out there because we used to go out there a lot. Never mm-hmm. saw one out there. Mm-hmm. I did have, I've seen one before, and it can be kind of scary, especially if it's a full-grown bear. Well, I'm not trying to get close to it. Listen, I have my th- I have uh, my, my thing with nature. Like, I like nature. I like nature to be out there. I like to watch nature from a distance and <laughs> probably glass wall of some kind. I don't like for nature to be surrounding me. See, I do. Some things I will. Like, if I see a fox, I'll try to get the fox to come up to me. A coyote? No. You know, bear? No. Turkeys, deer, stuff like that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, come up to me. See, I've had deer in my yard that they, like, trying to charge at me. No. No. Because I have the dogs. And and I I didn't know at the time. I came back and told Chris the story, and he's like, yeah, that deer was going to charge at you. So now I'm all like, no. And, you know, I was walking the dogs (laughs) one night, and I the dog pulled, and I turned around, and I was like, you to me away from this deer. And I was like, nope, I'm good. Done. No. (laughs) Nature. And, And birds freak me out. They're just not trusting Birds? Yeah, yeah. You can't trust a bird. They're much like they're like cats. You just never know. Like they're coming for you. They're like dive bombing. Like it, they have too much power. I, I don't like it. Stop watching Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. <laughs> I see now, I, but I love that stuff. We had. But I love hiking. Hiking is very no, like, like relaxing. Yeah. Like I love to hike. Right, and I feel like as long as there's people around and you're making noise, nature is not going to come. It's not. I don't know. We. We're walking down Mariner Point. We had they had turkeys down there, not too long ago. They had four hens down there, mm-hmm. and I, maybe they thought I was a tom or something. But the, I mean, they came <laughs> they came right up to me, which is weird. So we you know we think they were far somebody from somebody's farm or whatever. But four oh, turkeys maybe. just came right up. Well, that's the problem with, there the, with the ducks and geese and stuff at John Carroll Pond. Have you ever tried? Yeah. Have you ever taken your kids or anything to try and feed those things? Yeah. No. Oh, geese especially. Geese no. And yeah. Terrible. It's terrible for kids, honestly. I think it's terrible. Oh, I think it's. Listen, I, t- I took my kids, but I just think it's it's too. I don't know if if it's coming at us. I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to save you. Really, it may be a sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> actually, we did. I did. Do come to think of it, I did have a deer charge my son when he was about five. Just out of the blue, and we live in a cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. so it was weird to see a deer. Mm-hmm. Come, I mean, the thing come running up the road, and then turned, coming up our yard, headed right for my son. Yeah, and, and my brother yelled something, and then the deer turned again. And so I was like, "What?" <laughs> but, oh my gosh! But yet, then again, I've had deer, you know, come right up and eat out of my hand. And I guess it's hard to. And most of the time, you can tell, usually if they charge, they feel threatened. Or they're rabbit. Rabbit deer? Yeah, well, you're not going to see rabbit deer. I meant animals in general. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're not going to see rabbit deer. Again, another not trusting thing. So. Well, you never know. You could. Who knows? So, Stacy, 
Yeah. People want to get in touch with you. How do they do so? So they can go to my website, which is real simple. It's www.stacyandon.com. I've got an EY and Stacy. Um, they can also come. We're going to be doing a workshop at Lunar Bay Studio. Have you been in there yet? We had her on the... Um, yes. Kelly? Yeah, we had Kelly awesome. on the show right, right before the studio opened up. Haven't been there yet. Okay. I get the up there. studio is awesome. I, I did a workshop two weeks ago um, on finding your authentic style and this one is what are you waiting for right it's really helping people figure out what is it that your heart desires what are the obstacles getting in your way um and that's on april 15th so you can d-day yeah <laughs> well it's actually the 18th this year right because oh, the 15th it, okay. is on saturday so hopefully people are not waiting that long to do their taxes or to decide to come to the workshop um but send me an email as well my email is on my website i have a weekly newsletter too. newsletter that um that i do and i also do love tips every morning on Facebook during the week so if you find me Stacy and coaching on Facebook um, you can get connected they're usually like a minute or two just a little thought of the day something right. um, that I want to share with people and I also am on Instagram because I love I do love nature I, I agree with you that there's I don't want it too close to me <laughs> um, but I love nature I'm so glad I'm so, not the only one <laughs> yeah I mean I don't mind I live it's funny I live in um, Spenciola and I kid you not we have had peacocks turkeys deer foxes we had a rabid raccoon last week i mean we have if you yeah. want some things going on come over where we are because of the trail the the forest tail trail mm -hmm. over there lots and lots of animals but i love it and i and enjoy that um and i think that again that being outside and being in that really does help it's that balance of all the things we're doing the rest of the time and then just having that quiet um and the animals are who they are right yeah. they, they don't they're not trying to be five different people we're always trying to you know think about what situation and how i want to play this they're just showing up as themselves yeah. so i always feel like we have we can always learn something from um them when they show up in our lives so that's how people can reach me now, and for the events you have coming up, you post them on Yes, so they're on Facebook. my website. They're on Facebook. In the events part? Yes, on the okay. events page. Yes. Okay. And you can reach out to Lunar Bay Studio as well. Um, she Kelly has uh, the information okay. on her website, her Facebook as well as her website too. Okay. So, yeah. we would. I would love to have some new faces because we have so much fun when we all get together. Okay. And it makes When you create, create them, invite me because okay. what we're doing now is... We found that it used to be with Facebook events. Mm -hmm. If nobody, if somebody wasn't on Facebook, they couldn't view the event. Yeah. Now they can. Okay. So we are actually sharing them oh, on the okay. on our website now. Yes, it, I had like thirty-five notifications the other day of all these events <laughs> that Harvard County is attending. It, I was it, like, it, my gosh! It makes it a lot easier for to get the word out. Mm -hmm. But here's what here's what scares me though. You have a lot of uh, organizations that hold events all the time, mm -hmm. and they'll all they do is they do a post on Facebook, mm. but they don't create a Facebook event. Hmm. So yeah, you know, yeah, you're not getting a notification again, and then yeah. they wonder why. So yeah, yeah definitely. And I'll we'll Thank share you. it out. I appreciate you know, so. that. Well, the al algorithms of Facebook, I feel like, are always changing. They, anyway. they oh yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't figured it out yet, and, and I do it's, have people who follow me closely who don't always see my things. Rule so. of thumb is it used to be when you had your business page, rule of thumb was you you should post once at least once a week. Yeah. Then it was at least once a day. Yeah. Now it, it all depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and you'll see. I mean, we yeah. post 
all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's the more you post, the more people will see it yeah. because it keeps, you know, the yeah. more lights, it keeps coming back up. Yes. And Facebook is getting expensive too now. Yes. Their rates have yes. gone up ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy, it's cheaper to do a sponsored post, mm-hmm. but now when you do the, uh, you know, get more oh, Facebook yeah, likes, like that costs a yeah. ton. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I think it's it, to me. It's it's ripe for somebody else, right? Some other vision to come. I don't know. Facebook is feeling like it needs there's something else ready for a new wave of social media. And they are, they they just it. launched Facebook Stories. I saw that. Yeah. I have this? no idea what it is. It's just like Snapchat, Snap or Instagram, or mm-hmm. well, Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah. How you can do like stories. Mm-hmm. So it, it continues. So I guess it's like a video or whatever. And then, like yeah. Snapchat, you know, if you record a video on Snapchat, I think after 24 hours it's, it's gone. But if yeah. you do a story, where it's con- more, yeah, it, it's yeah, um, they're I'm trying. not following. Yeah, they're trying. It, it, yeah. I'm not quite with it yet either. Yeah, <laughs> there, I know it's changing. There's something. <laughs> there's some things they're trying which are working. Mm-hmm. But I think before they went to the Facebook Stories, they need to make the Facebook Live video better. Because mm-hmm. as of now, you're mm-hmm. to do Facebook video, you can only do it from your personal profile page. You can't do it from your business page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I went. Yeah, it's like we were talking. It's really? Because like, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it gave me the option the other day. Then they then they mm-hmm. may have added that finally. Yeah. Because that's one of the things we were talking. You know, with Harford County Living, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about doing. It's like it'd be great if with some of these podcasts. Yeah. If we could do Facebook Live, just to show me on it. <laughs> Um, I don't want to break anybody's phone. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I fun. keep telling Chris since now he's out in the field. I'm like, uh, yeah, like I'll, I'll come by the job site and I'll video. You know, yeah, video I mean, it's, great I- it's a great idea to mm-hmm. show up on, the, on your mm-hmm. business page. So, uh, speaking of which, guess what? I'm actually looking into phones now. Oh, for the love. <laughs> Sarah and everybody else gives me a hard time because I'm probably the only person that doesn't have a cell phone. Ah, uh, I know so. somebody who did not have a cell phone, and he just gave in recently. And I thought he would just go to the grave without a cell phone. Well, so I used to have one, but it cost me. My video. Do you even hold it out here for you? <laughs> I mean, that's where I have to hold stuff for my dad, like across the room. <laughs> oh, wow! Just because I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> but right, so that's what yeah. So if you hit and you're on your page, I am on my page. Okay. As admin, I mean not just on the page, but you're actually logged into your page. But yeah, no. Okay. I'm, 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 yep. Okay. Well, that's good then. Yeah. So I mean, I haven't done that because then then they're owned by Facebook. I I, I haven't. The, no, I have it's a YouTube just like with the channel. YouTube, yeah, just yeah, like with so. the YouTube videos. I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, if I'm. I have a really hard time. I'm trying really hard to get much better about the mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. piece and posting things, but I have a really hard time with like original material, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't want to I don't want to post the same stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But the live like if I did a live video, yeah. Facebook owning it is is if it's on my business page not a big deal mm-hmm. for me because I don't there's no purpose for like the yeah. whole reason I did it was yeah to put, to it, put it out, out there, there. Yeah. 
but personal wise, I know. Yeah. Well, and I want to be able to repurpose the videos, right? So mm -hmm. if I'm talking about something and it's through Facebook Live, then I can't re I can't put it on my website. I can't. Website. Edit it. No, I can't. Right. Yeah. So that's the only limitation I've found. But you're right. Mm -hmm. If you do it with the idea of like, okay, this is going out to my Facebook audience, it's yeah. Yeah, it is a great feature. So that's why a lot of times a lot of people are still just recording the video. That's what put I put it on YouTube, and then you can yeah. still put it on fa yeah. Facebook or whatever. Yeah. From it's just there. Not live. Um, the only thing I don't like, like with the YouTube videos, because, well, you know Richard Wilmore. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we, we have his videos on the website now. But the only problem is, if they view it on our website, mm -hmm. it doesn't show in his YouTube, on his YouTube views. Ah. Uh, so now, of course, yeah, I Somebody got, needs to work on that. Yeah. Smarter. It's, <laughs> it's hard to track social media on all levels right now. Yeah. Eh, one day it will. So. That's true. Sarah. Sir. Okay. Sir, God. <laughs> you guys have a special going on now. With April here, you want to tell everybody what it is? Oh, right. You like my, <laughs> you like my hashtags? April showers bring drainage problems. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, do. so we actually, we are, we have been writing our business plan, kind of doing it backwards, right? Because we've been in business now for three <laughs> years. Um, and I avoided successfully the business plan for the last three years. Um, but I actually have to write one now. And we kind of like decided, you know, what direction we wanted to go in. And one of the things we noticed was that there's not a company in our area that specializes in stormwater management. And that and that encompasses all levels of stormwater management, right. whether you're talking about building retention ponds, maintaining retention ponds, or doing residential drainage stuff, be it extending your drain pipes or, you know, leveling out the ground or making sure that it sheets the right way or whatever stormwater management means to you and your property, we can do that. And um, we have, I have found or heard from a few home inspectors that like seven out of 10 homes do not have proper drainage. Right. <clears throat> not having proper drainage affects your foundation, foundation right? Yeah. So spend a few thousand dollars now, have things in your on your property corrected, mm -hmm. and then don't have to have your house, like yeah. some craziness happen yeah. with your house. Cost expensive to uh, foundation lift expensive. up that foundation. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So that's the direction that our business plan is going right now is to focus on the drainage. So April, all the rain that we're getting, um, they've been out doing drainage now for the past couple of weeks and um, it's going well. Good. So <clears throat> that seems to be, we're slowly developing that niche, but I'm pretty, con you know, pretty confident in the fact that there isn't another company that specializes in that. And so that's, I didn't know that. we're that's awesome. going and, and, and running. Tell people how to get a hold of you. So you can go to the website, fourseasonslandscapemd.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have an ad on Harford County Living. You could uh, you can email Chris, Chris and Pam um, at sales at fourseasonslandscapemd.com. You don't want to email me. They, and they you can. You can call us too. 443-390-YARD. And actually just had this conversation with my child this morning. We saw a commercial for some kind of lawyer show. And she's like, how do you make a phone call when it's words? You can't dial, <laughs> you can't dial the how phone with that? words. And I was like, Mia, you realize our work phone number is 443-390-YARD, right? She's like, well, no. 
She's like, your phone number is 443-390-9273. And I said, yes. So allow me, young child, to show you on my phone where the letters are. And I was like, so, you know, nine, two. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Novel, other kid, other kids it? are probably saying, call, what? Can't yeah. we text you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get away with you texting me instead of calling me, I would be really happy. That's why I was so happy to hand over the, the customer relations management piece to Pam because I am just, that's not my, I'm not very good at that. And she's fantastic. People love talking to her. So call Pam and she'll, she'll talk to you. Well, I want to thank you, Stacy, for coming on. Sarah, it was great seeing you again. I know. Glad to be glad to be back here. Yeah. Um. And well, we're doing another one the end of the month. This month, yeah. With my sister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I told her, I was like, "Oh, Rich has no idea what he's in for," and she's like, "I can't act a fool." The um, I forget what the woman's name is that we're meeting with. I don't know. You told me your sister's going to be there. I'm like, yeah. Oh, she's like, I'm, she's like so professional. I was like, all right, well, we'll keep it under. We won't let people know how we really I feel like are. I'm getting teamed up on or something. <laughs> yeah, Sounds like that's like, coming. Hmm. <laughs> no, because my sister's professional in her work environment. I don't have to be. I mean, to an extent, but, you know. <laughs> uh, and now, next month, we have a young lady that's going to come on and talk to us about networking, uh, business networking. Um, she had, uh-huh. What's her Amanda. name? Amanda. Amanda. Amanda's part of – I actually just joined one of um, – I just joined the networking group with Amanda. Is that the effect. new one? And I'm going to see her on Thursday. No. She's part of one on Thursday mornings. That's the Harford. Harford yep. Yeah. Harf- yes. And so, I think okay. she's looking to start a new one, too. She is. And okay. I think I'm going to join that one as well. Okay. So, oh, yay. I'll have to say she, something to her on Thursday. She's going to be on next month. And Kelly Albright and Matt Backer. Oh, they're uh, awesome. Backward Sports and Fitness. Okay, so you know that too. Kelly and I are doing the workshop together in April at Lunar oh. Bay. That's my, oh, my person. We do a lot of workshops together. Yeah, oh, wow. she's a okay. health and wellness. In addition to being an amazing personal trainer, she's also an excellent um, health and wellness coach too. Oh, another thing I yeah. need. She's amazing. And Matt, and they're a great team together, her and Matt. So Good. All right. Fun. Well, they'll be on next month. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, you know, anybody else who wants to come on to the podcast, whether you're in a business, organization, uh, even if it doesn't matter what you do, you don't even have to own a business, you just want to come on and talk, uh, contact us, you can email <laughs> us at po- podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. I'd like to get some more guys on here because I, I have a funny feeling that I'm going to need some help. Um, oh, give me a break. What? You got a guy coming next month. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's going to still going to be outnumbered. That's going to be three women and two guys. <laughs> okay. Eh? I don't know. At least I didn't get hit this time. So, uh, I want I want to thank you both, and again, everybody, just uh, contact us if you want to come on. And I want to thank Town Grill and Pub again. Get down there. You want some good fresh food? Mm-hmm. It's all fresh. Um, and oh, Orioles! Orioles started, so now they'll yeah. be. I'm sure they're going to be doing game day specials. Yeah. Uh, I know Larry's been purchasing like five gallon buckets of peanuts. <laughs> so. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um, get down there, uh, get some food, and uh, hopefully next month we'll have something big to announce about Town Growing Pub. Something they're going to be doing or they're talking about doing that nobody else in the county does. Um, so if everything goes right, they'll be starting that. So I want to thank you all again. And thank um, you. 
Until next month. See ya.